It's Monday, October 23rd, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. The slow burn of AI adoption, why waiting could be a mistake. Artificial intelligence in governance, New York City shows the good, the bad, and the ethical gray area. The MSP product market shakes up, Scalepad, Huntress, and compliance risk make moves. And healthcare and football through the lens of AI, what Microsoft and Amazon Prime are up to. This is the business of tech. Don't you sometimes wish you could see what's happening in your customers' IT rooms you manage without needing to be there? Sentry from RF Code is the answer. Live and recorded video with motion detection offers better visibility than being there. Thermal imaging with 768 monitoring points combined with ambient temperature and humidity. And it's so easy to set up. Plug it in, scan the QR code, and you're done. Sentry helps you know about IT issues before your clients do. And listeners get 30% off your order of hardware and service with code MSP Radio on checkout. Visit rfcode.com slash MSP Radio and never be asked why you didn't know again. Before I do too many AI stories, let's talk about the actual reality on the ground, as generative AI has not significantly impacted IT spending, according to Gartner. While global IT spending is expected to increase by 8% in 2024, generative AI has yet to drive notable increases in the short term. However, Gartner predicts that this will change in 2025 as more tangible business use cases and increased investment in the technology emerge. Despite the current lack of impact, organizations are still investing in broader AI and automation strategies to optimize efficiency and bridge IT talent gaps. According to a report by the International Data Corporation, spending on generative AI solutions is predicted to reach $143 billion by 2027. This represents a compound annual growth rate of 73.3% over the forecast period of 2023 to 2027. The report highlights that generative AI is a transformative technology and with significant business impact, and its growth rate is more than twice that of overall AI spending. IDC also forecasts a natural progression from early experimentation to widespread adoption of generative AI tools in the coming years. According to research by Indeed, almost a fifth of jobs will be severely impacted by artificial intelligence. The report found that all jobs face potential exposure to AI-driven change, with 19.8% of jobs facing the highest possible exposure. Indeed is using AI to improve job connections and provide recommended salaries and job applications for employers. And Axios covers the potential bubble here. Predictions of a massive payoff from AI investments are soaring, but the actual profit and revenue in the sector remain sparse. Despite skepticism and warnings of an AI-driven apocalypse, AI is currently a hot genre in tech investment, with $17.9 billion invested in startups during the third quarter. The extreme predictions of AI's impact and potential profit come from the venture capital and investing leaders, while practical difficulties in machine learning are often overlooked. Some see the AI wave as the latest leap in digital technology's capabilities, with expected financial winners and losers, productivity gains, and economic disruptions. Why do we care? While I believe AI is one of the most significant technology shifts seen in a while, 
the timeline of the impact is up for debate. And us like me are almost always more aggressive about timelines than reality. That's good. You probably have more time than you might think to be effective. Yet do not take that as a sign to wait and see. The trick to momentum is that getting started is always the most challenging part, and only when you're at speed can you see the progress in the rearview mirror. If we're debating 2024 versus 2025, most organizations will need to build up capacity and experience to take advantage, and that means planning now. Waiting might leave you and your clients playing catch-up in a game where first movers could have a significant advantage. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has announced the rollout of an artificial intelligence action plan to govern AI and improve the quality of life for New Yorkers. The plan includes 37 actions, with 29 set to be implemented in 2024. It establishes a framework to govern AI, creates an advisory board, prepares city employees to work responsibly with AI, and publishes annual progress reports. The plan aims to balance deploying beneficial technologies and protecting against potential risks and harm. New York City already uses over 30 algorithmic tools, and the plan will establish new policies around their use. And during a press conference, Adams then revealed that his office has been robocalling residents with an algorithmically generated version of his voice speaking languages he does not actually speak. The calls, ongoing since March 2022, have misled New Yorkers into believing that the mayor speaks Spanish, Mandarin, and Yiddish. Critics have condemned the use of deepfakes, calling it deceptive and unethical. The company responsible for developing the robocalls, Voice Lab by Eleven Labs, has faced scrutiny in the past for misuse cases of its technology. And while I'm covering cities, Axios covered how Bloomberg has launched a platform for city leaders to test and develop AI tools. AI can help track traffic patterns, expand language access through chatbots, and speed up paperwork processing. However, it is meant to complement human efforts, not replace them. Why do we care? I can put the good and the horrifying right next to each other. Yay, building a plan! Boo, potentially misleading your constituents. And it's essentially that simple. The area to focus on is helping customers plan, but also to help them not make boneheaded mistakes. Particularly for those in public service, getting this balance right is critically important. The opportunity lies in positioning your company as the balanced voice that helps clients reap AI benefits while steering clear of ethical or legal landmines. Let's hit some news from the MSP product space. Scalepad announced the acquisition of Quoter, a quote-to-cash and contract management solution for managed services providers. This acquisition enhanced Scalepad's platform by providing integrated revenue operations tools specifically designed for MSPs, combining asset lifecycle management, VCIO, QBR, business intelligence, and compliance functionality. Huntress has launched a managed detection and response solution specifically designed for Microsoft 365, aiming to address the increased issues of business email compromise and account takeover attacks faced by small and mid-sized businesses. The product detects and prevents suspicious logins, permission changes, and privilege escalations, mitigating the impact of such attacks. It also offers instant lockdown capabilities to curb suspicious activity. Bellini Capital has invested $3.5 million in compliance risk, 
a New Hampshire-based managed service company. Compliance Risk, soon to be rebranded as Compliance Scorecard, provides governance software for managed services companies. The investment will be used to expand product offerings. Bellini sees this as an opportunity for managed service providers to migrate towards cybersecurity services. Compliance Risk will establish a team in the Tampa Bay area, complementing Bellini's Connect Secure staff. Why do we care? I wanted to comment on two things. First, Scalepad is building up its version of a platform for providers. Expect them to continue to acquire, and I suspect we should put a timer of 18 to 24 months on them being acquired. Second, I wanted to observe a detail. I found in the press release and covered by the Tampa Bay Business Journal about compliance risk investment. Interestingly, Bellini Capital put a you will build out in Tampa Bay plan as part of the deal. Remember, companies are bought, not sold. So the buyer gets to dictate a lot, and it can be anything they prioritize. Here, it's location. This isn't a judgment, it's an observation. It serves as a reminder that acquisition and investment deals can come with conditions that align with the investor's broader strategy or vision. Microsoft has introduced new healthcare data solutions and AI capabilities aimed at improving patient and clinician experiences. Leading healthcare organizations have already utilized these advancements, reporting time savings and improved patient care. The solutions in Microsoft Fabric unify and secure data access, while Azure AI services provide insights for informed decision-making. Azure AI HealthBot now includes generative AI capabilities supporting patient engagement. Microsoft Viva also offers new features, including an AI-powered skills service and a multi-channel communications hub, demonstrating their commitment to enhancing the healthcare sector. Amazon Prime's Thursday Night Football is using artificial intelligence to enhance the viewing experience. Viewers watching the game in Prime Vision with next-gen stats can see potential blitzes before they happen, thanks to a feature called Defensive Alert. The AI-powered model analyzes player movement patterns and highlights those with a high probability of blitzing. The model is trained to identify unique blitzing players and uses tracking data from next-gen stats. The goal is to provide viewers with a quarterback-likes perspective of the game. The model has successfully predicted blitzes, but it also learns from feedback from a panel of football experts. The use of AI technology is restricted for teams and does not provide an advantage during games. Why do we care? I highlight use cases to get the creative mind flowing, and for many football fans, this use of data and insights will be tangible. It's a great example, too, providing insights from experts to non-experts. The healthcare ones, those are the ones you'll probably make money from, particularly as healthcare institutions look to integrate AI for patient engagement and improve clinician workflows, MSPs should prepare to support those sophisticated IT needs. Thanks for listening. Apparently, it's Slap Your Annoying Coworker Day. Don't do that one. I will talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. 
You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on this show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.